Hello all. It's been a hot second, but I have something so amazing prepared for you today about an idea that I've really been marinating on, that of self-confidence. It's something that we all want more of, and it's something that we feel like oftentimes it's like something that it's just given. It's like, maybe it's her, maybe it's Maybelline, maybe it's just confidence, maybe it's just a given, but I want to talk to you today about how you can develop more self-confidence because this is something that is available to you immediately starting today and it's been such an incredible journey to watch clients and to watch myself walk through this journey of practicing developing self-confidence and a couple of the skill sets that come along with it. So there are three components to building self-confidence that we're going to talk about that are striving, becoming the scientist, and success. Self-confidence is future-focused. It's when we fast forward to a place where we've done it, we've accomplished it, and decided that, like, hey, this is my life. This is what I'm going to do. And I'm going to live from curiosity and building the staircase to success one step at a time. My future self, being the northern star and constant guide, Instead of living in the present and looking to the past, who of course we love and honor, but looking to the wisdom of the future and inevitability. It's kind of like what Maria from The Sound of Music says. So let them bring on all their problems. I'll do better than my best. I'll have confidence. They'll put me to the test. But I'll make them see I have confidence in all right, so as we go along, I want you to ponder this question. What is a dream you have for your life that you haven't taken action on and why? At the Life Coach, self-confidence. So the way that I like to define self-confidence is the willingness to feel any emotion. It doesn't mean that you have the skill set or capability to do it now. It doesn't mean you can do it Olympic gold status. It just means that you trust yourself, that you will create the result you desire because you are willing to feel fear or disappointment or rejection, no matter what, you'll follow through and that every time you fail, you'll learn from the experience and experience all the emotions that come along for the ride, knowing that you'll be okay because you'll have your own back. An example from my own life. You guys probably know this if you uh, frequently listen to this podcast. A couple years ago, I decided that I wanted to pick up and move to Shanghai. I had a desire to live abroad and the opportunity presented itself. I had zero idea what I was doing or how I would learn how to live in this new country, but I did have this belief. I have no idea what's going to happen, but I am going to figure it out. I didn't have confidence because I'd lived abroad before. I had self-confidence because I had the belief in my mind that I could do it and would figure it out. And I practiced that thought. I have no idea what's going to happen, but I'm going to figure it out. I practiced that thought every single laying day. Self-confidence isn't based on what skill sets you currently have, what results you've created in the past, or what other people tell you that you're good at. It's based on your belief about your capacity to fail, learn, and feel. When this is the case, you can go into creating the magnificent life that you want by striving, becoming the scientist, or enjoying your success. When you go after your goal, you strive. 
when you fail, you feel all the feelings, and then you examine it through a scientist's lens to learn what worked. And you do that over and over and over again until you get what you want and you reach success. Really, think about it. If you knew your success was inevitable and were willing to feel any negative emotion, how would your life expand? And what's the worst emotion you can imagine having to experience? Terror, rejection, heartbreak, grief, fear, doubt. Being willing to open to this begins the process of striving. Allowing yourself to dream, commit, think of the impossible, and go for it. Now, what happens when we try something and we don't get the result? We might feel disappointment, rejection, right? Those negative emotions. And so often the possibility of us even experiencing these emotions if we don't have self-confidence is enough to make us not even try. And by avoiding these emotions, you don't take action. Then you don't develop the experience. So you don't give yourself the practice to build the belief that you can do it. And then it becomes a vicious cycle where you don't try because you don't want to experience the negative emotion. Then don't build the skill of failing and learning. You become stuck in what you can currently do and you don't build things beyond your current capacity. So when you're in the striving phase, try on some of these thoughts. This is going to be hard and it's important to me. I am a resilient, badass feelings feeler. I am going to lean into the whole journey. I'm becoming even more of a powerhouse when I'm faced with the opportunity to choose the turbulence or the easy way out. If your big goal is to, you know, hit $100,000 in your business and you were willing to feel embarrassment, how would you show up on social media? How would you tell your networks about becoming a life coach? How would you go to the networking events and present yourself? If you take action and fail, which you will, you'll feel all the things, right? But it's like, I'm willing to feel the fear. Bring it on. It's just a vibration. So I didn't speak Chinese. I had no idea what it was like to live in a huge city, 27 million people, or order food or pay for stuff. If I would have decided to believe that it was too hard because I'd never done it before, I would never have even tried to live out that dream. So this future-focused nature of self-confidence means that it doesn't matter if you've done it in the past. You go and you figure it out. And this is the step where we step into the role of the scientist. I was talking to a client the other day who was working towards something in her business and she kept saying, well, I just don't know how to do it. I just don't know how to do it. And if I don't know how to do it, then it's like, what's even the point of taking the next step? Because I'm probably not going to get it right. And so we kind of looked at that. It was like, okay, what's the problem with not getting it right? Because in the eye of the scientist, failure and success are equally valuable. Failure doesn't mean anything about your capacity, rather that the right action required to get the result hasn't yet been taken. And so as I was talking to her, we kind of played through this worst case scenario of, okay, like, what if you try, you know, doing this launch for the webinar and nobody signs up? Okay, I'd probably feel frustrated. And have you ever felt frustrated before? How did you face it? How did you take that on? Can you do it? Are you willing to step into that, to try it, knowing that you might feel frustration or rejection. So when you strive and feel your way through, then you can reach a space of math versus drama. You can try on the scientific method when asking yourself, hmm, 
I didn't get the expected responses from this email. What were my thoughts? What were my feelings? Where was my mindset when I created this? And how can I set up the experiment differently next time? How can I interpret the results? The scientist asks questions from neutrality. The scientist believes it's all an experiment. It can be frustrating and fun at the same time. I'm figuring this out. Look at how amazing I am showing up and tinkering with these variables. I know the next stage of the experiment is simply building a new skill set. Every challenge is just a matter of mixing chemicals, watching the explosion, and then trying again. It doesn't mean that you think you're better or invincible. It's just, I know. I know that I'm going to fail and I'm willing to do it. Because of that power, you can proceed with curiosity. The first year I lived abroad, I failed a ton. I was late to dates, late to school, had to ask random strangers to help me communicate with taxi drivers. Like, uh, 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 taxi driver. <laughs> and the interesting thing is I remember choosing at the end of the day, again, to believe I'm figuring it out. Think back to the big dream that we mentioned in the beginning. What emotion has kept you from taking action? Fear of judgment, avoidance of rejection, not wanting to go feel vulnerable as you tell people of your decision. If you were willing to feel that, what would you do? If you believed, I can figure this out, then you would have that self-confidence, right? So I moved to China to start a new life and I felt terrified. And most of the days I came home feeling like total shit, feeling terrible and anxious. I didn't like hide in the apartment. And if you are working on, you know, your body, when you set up your ideal weight, when you set up the way that you want your body to look, that you want your relationship with food to look, you enter that space probably feeling nervous, probably having self-doubts about your ability to change your dietary and exercise habits. And you might feel confident, excited, and brave all at the same time. And if the first week goes by, the first month goes by, and you don't stick to that ideal way of, of eating, this is the key moment for you to embody self-confidence. Am I a person who can feel all the feels here, who can feel the disappointment, who can look at myself as the person in the past that ate that thing that she didn't want to eat when she wasn't hungry or that made a goal to go to the gym and then didn't do that, can I look at that person with compassion? Can I continue to strive from a place of openness and get myself to a place of emotional neutrality? Can I put on the scientist coat to find the wisdom between each of those times that I ate something that I didn't want to? How can I use this? How can I refine my self-evaluation process to implement and ultimately succeed? This massive action directed from the scientist, committed to action and open to failure ultimately leads to success. So let's summarize. When you strive, you commit to opening to the negative emotion that comes with growth. Self-confidence always comes first. We believe and then we practice and then we create the evidence. The scientist allows for you to make mistakes and shifting back to that idea of it doesn't matter if you make mistakes because nothing outside of you can take away from your willingness to keep going and tinkering until you reach success. Like, I did it. I accomplished it. I knew I could all along. Look at who I've become. My past self is kind of a badass. I did it without knowing how, when, or where.
And as Maria from The Sound of Music says, I have confidence in sunshine. I have confidence in rain. I have confidence that spring will come again. Besides which you see, I have confidence in you.